just looking, gets it to Brian. Brian dribbling, has to put it up for the buzzer. Banks it in! <laughs> he banks in the three! And the Lakers win the game! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a while. Um, it's has <laughs> it's been a while. Um, a little prompt to podcasting here. I've been wanting to do this for um, for a while. Uh, it, it, it's it's good to <clears throat> do a little recording via the podcasting here. Flow Bros minus my brother Chris um February 7th 2020 here in uh Corpus Christi doing a little job uh heading back to Houston tomorrow um just to see if I can get back on this horse um stop doing it for a while um you know as we know um you know this podcast is about you know Kobe Bryant uh, Gigi Bryant and the seven other um, angels that were lost approximately two weeks now. Yeah, uh, two weeks. Yeah, been two weeks now since the uh, tragic passing of um, the late uh, Kobe Bryant. Um, just good, you know, therapeutic. To just put it out there here, you know, not to get um, too emotional, but you know, the mama, the mama mentality is to just do what you want to do, do whatever you want to do, but make it the best as you can. And you know, like I said, I I wanted to do this podcast with my brother just for fun, and hopefully, you transition to something else. You know, like um, there's millions of podcasts channels right now and um outlets and it's cool man it's great i mean man who would have thought years you know years ago that people would do a podcasting with just their phone you know and uh, i've seen a lot of podcasts with you know with cameras and uh mics you know nice little studio and that's something i want to do something that it's just really cool to do and just to talk about just a whole bunch of topics, you know, not just sports, you know, just life in general. Um, but this this one I wanted to do last week, really. But um, I don't know. I just felt that. Um, I don't know. I just felt that I lost the touch for a bit. But um, you know, it's it's good to be back on it. Um, like I said, therapeutic. Um, um, like I said, this is really low, as you can go, low budget. <laughs> I'm here talking via my phone, uh, but we'll see. You know, we'll see, we'll see what transpires. Um, hopefully, I can do another one with my brother soon. It'll be really cool. Um, we'll see how that goes. But really, just to go back. Um, the life of Kobe Bryant, and, you know, I don't want to seem like uh, it's all about Kobe, you know, it's about, of course, his 13-year-old daughter, Gigi, um, and the other seven um, brave souls that were on the helicopter that perished on that tragic day two weeks ago, and um, just to give him my memorial and the the love I have for Kobe it goes back to 1996 really um uh, I, I just started watching basketball I, I tell people like you know I'm a late uh really a late bloomer in sports really um my first memory probably will be like 
vaguely remember seeing the 49ers win their last Super Bowl 25 years ago. And uh, shout out to the Chiefs for, um, you know, becoming Super Bowl champs after 50 years, you know. Um, be another topic for that. Um, eventually, uh, down the line, maybe, we'll, you know, maybe with my brother, we can we can get on that and talk about, you know, it's been a week since Super Bowl loss, but enough about that. Um, but, um yeah, I, I remember 1996. Um, that's when I started. I started watching basketball in 1995, really, when, when Michael Jordan came back. Um, his uh, second, his first retirement, actually, coming, play, playing Major League Baseball. And um, coming back to the Bulls in 1995, and I think going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and getting beat by a then-led... Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway in the NBA Finals in 1995. And fast forward to 1996, you know, I remember that draft. Um, man, I remember the number one overall pick was Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was a big draft, too. I mean, I think Ray Allen came out, maybe. I could be wrong. Um I do know that the following year, uh, Tim Duncan was the number one pick, but uh, I remember a young 17-year-old kid from uh, Philadelphia called Kobe Bryant, 17 years old, uh, coming out of high school, and um, yeah, I, I I remember I started following the Warriors too during that time because I remember hearing people. Talking about uh, Run TMC back in the days, back in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, uh, Mitch Richmond, Tim Hardaway, and Chris Mullen, you know, running, you know, before the We Believe Warrior team and the the, uh, three-time NBA champions of this decade, really, with the Warriors. But just hearing that, I'm like, man, that's cool, you know, being in the Bay Area and following Michael. But... I remember, I remember that draft. I was like, "Who, who is Kobe Bryant? You know, who, who, who is Kobe Bryant?" And um, and just man, just marvel at it's this high school kid getting drafted by the Charlotte Hornets and um, getting traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's funny because, you know, a lot of people you know, either love love the Lakers or hate the Lakers. But uh, for me, really, um, the connection I have with the Lakers and Kobe Bryant uh, goes to my uncle, Uncle Chuck, my Uncle Charles, who um, came came to California from El Salvador in 1997, and um, I remember, you know, just you know. Married my aunt on my mom's side and became part of the family and he he it's funny, man. That just 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 to remember that almost twenty almost twenty years ago and just I remember him telling me about this team called the Los Angeles Lakers and you know, like 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 I said, I, I knew who the Lakers were, but I it didn't really it, 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 compute in my brain, you know, who they were really. I mean to me it was about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. There's a whole bunch of other kids growing up in the mid '90s, but I mean, he was the one that opened my eyes to the Lakers, the lore, you know, Showtime Lakers, um, the Minneapolis Lakers, and the late '90s, the early '90s Lakers. You know, getting beat by the Bulls, and you know, the the dark ages also. You know, for the Lakers, um, um, you know, Magic Johnson retiring because of the HIV virus and. You know him coming back, and I think in nineteen ninety six, I I like I remember that game too. I remember it was a preseason game or a regular season game, but man, I remember seeing Magic Johnson play. You know, really, really sporadically, and put in my you know input in my brain. And um, yeah, he was the one that um, took me to my first uh, Laker game when um, I used to, when we used to live in California back in the Bay it was the lockout season. When I say two thousand. 
or 19, no, no, 1999, the 1999 lockout season. I remember my Uncle Chuck took me to go see the Warriors and Lakers play in. You know, I think we set way up, probably in the 200s. But um, just, man, it was cool, man, seeing Shaquille O'Neal. Um, at that time, at that time, I want to say the coach was Dell Harris. Uh, it wasn't Phil Jackson. Yeah, I think Phil Jackson came out. the the he, he signed with the Lakers to become coach the following year, 2000, uh, for the first championship run. But, man, just, just being in that game, man, just being an oracle. Uh, I think at that time it was called, it was still called the Oakland Coliseum. It wasn't called Oracle yet. But um, I just you've seen Shaq, Kobe, and just, um, man, I remember that Shaq got, he got uh, kicked, he got tossed out of the game. Uh, <laughs> it was a chippy game. The Warriors, even back then, you know, they, they didn't, um, they didn't like to be, Belittled, you know, they 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 wanted to prove a point, and man, it's like yesterday. It feels like yesterday. I remember the Warriors were up by twenty points. I believe it was like after the first quarter, up by twenty points, and you know, little by little, you know, um, the Lakers came back, and you you saw the the mob of mentality even then. You know, it was Kobe, uh, Rick Fox. Um, Let's see, Glenn Rice, Robert Worry. Um, I know I'm missing a whole bunch of other more uh, Lakers doing that 1999 team, but um, you know, it's 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 really surreal how everything happened. You know, um, it was just like a normal day. You know, like just everybody living their life and their lives and hearing that tragic news and. You know, it was, wow, man, it was really powerful. Really powerful because, um, you know, as a young guy in the mid '90s, I've been, you know, you know, for me, MJ, you know, I I watched the the last three titles, you know, and that was awesome, you know, and but but after that, he was gone, you know, he he retired, so who will pick up that mantle? And it was Kobe Bryant, you know. Um, yeah, it was Kobe. I mean, I, I mean, besides the the the, the Spurs winning the title in nineteen ninety nine, but after that, it was Kobe. It was Kobe and the Lakers? <laughs> they were favorite every year to be in the finals and to be world champions. So, you know, then you had the resurgence again of the Spurs. You know, and like like Kobe said, I mean, if, if the Spurs weren't around, they would have won at least ten championships during that year. <laughs> And that's him, man. He didn't give a shit. He didn't. <laughs> he had no filter. That that that's just Kobe. You know he um. You know it's a it's a, um, a player that transcended the game. Really, you know, um, for like other other fans that grew up in the eighties and watch uh, Jordan play in the nineties, you know. That was the end all be all, and for us, for me, I mean, I mean, nineteen ninety six. I was twelve years old, so I, like I said, I remember everything. I remember everything of his career, you know, from the ups and downs to um, winning titles, losing in the finals, losing in the playoffs, and for him retiring, you know, and being a part of this. Weird and tragic misfortune. This weird and sad day that happened. Um, like I said, you know, knowing Kobe, it's just not about him too. It's about his daughter who was going to be the next, the next one. Um, I, I, I personally think that Gigi Bryant was going to change and transcend the WNBA into a world um, game, you know, just like the NBA, it's, it's, it's a worldwide game. And I think Gigi Gianna Bryant, uh, Bryant was going to be that first. And it's not a knock to the, uh, the WNBA, you know, it's not a knock to the WNBA players, but I think in, in professional sports, you need, that face, that transcendent star to put your league on the map. You know, baseball right now, 
there really isn't one uh, right now, like like a major superstar, like a Ken Griffey Jr., a Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, um, uh, Pujols, or um, uh, Cal Ripley. You know, there's to me, honestly, in baseball, there's not a face. I mean, I could be wrong, really, but um, I, like I said, I personally think that that Gigi was going to be that one superstar that's going to make you want to get off your seat, spend some money, and go see her play in the WNBA. I, I, I could see it. Why? Why? Because her dad, Cope, you know, um... He wanted to pass down that gene of of that mentality of saying, if I did an NBA and, you know, uh, women not playing in the NBA, um, F it, you know, you don't have to be in the NBA. You can be in the WNBA and change the game. And, man. I I think that's what hurts me the most. Uh, I mean, of course, of Kobe and the other seven, but for her, you know, not uh, getting too emotional about it because it's been two weeks. And um, but just as, as in, in in my perspective, you know, it's just a fan. Like I said, you know, the, the, this podcast is just for for shits and giggles, really. I mean, um, like I said, uh, who knows where. Who knows where I'll go? Uh, I would like to get a small little little area and just put a camera on there and just to show people like, hey man, it it can't be done. The mama mentality, you know, and you know, don't sell yourself short and do the best in your ability. And that's what Kobe instilled in in in, in his daughter. Um, such a tragic way to go, really sad way to go. Uh, it's it's something that. I I personally think will be in our lives to the day that we pass. You know, and we got robbed of um, seeing Kobe go beyond his forties. Gigi playing in high school, playing in the in the Mamba uh, Academy, and going to UConn. Man, and that was her wish. That was her dream, just to play at UConn. You know, UConn is a pretty it's the end on be all, I think. Person, I always said I had, you know, I mean, I I I played a little bit in middle school, and that's pretty much it. But you know, I have so much love for the game that like I like to go back in the history and check out the colleges and the pros. Um, but for me, man, <laughs> I always said if I had that if I had that height, God, it would be either UConn or Duke. Those were the schools, man. And it, 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 it didn't matter about going to the NBA. It was just playing at those colleges, getting that jersey, those shorts. And the history, the the aura, you know, of UConn, Huskies. Man, it would have been really cool to see Gigi play in the, um, the NCAA tournament and, and seeing, seeing Kobe right there, court, uh, you know, courtside, cheering, cheering his daughter on. You know, trying to win that title for UConn, and it's just it 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 it's it shows you how fragile life is, and how sometimes we take everything for granted. Every little mishap in our lives, it's trivial, you know. And like I say, you know, Kobe. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I, I don't mean to sound like a prick because for me, like I said, I broke down. I I, I cried. For somebody who I didn't know, but was a, a part of my life growing up, but um, you know, he's not a god. Uh, he's not this uh, high figure, but he was a part of a lot of people's lives. I mean, famous people, non-famous people. I mean, he was the guy. Like I said, I mean, that's I remember. That's all. That's all what I wanted to do when growing up. Is to be a Los Angeles Laker or going to State Warrior or a Chicago Bull and, and play basketball, you know. And um, 
it's tough, man. Really tough for his wife, his other daughters, and the other families too as well. Because I'm like, which just just a tragic way to go. Really a tragic way to go. And I mean, all all we can do is um say that they're in a better place together. You know, I mean. Yeah, life throws us wrenches in our gears, and sometimes we either have to move on and remember, you know, the good times, you know. And unfortunately, we yeah, we can't really say about the other seven souls that were lost as well because all we knew was Kobe Bryant and and Gigi Bryant, you know. But um, my res- condolences and respects. My prayers to the other families as well, because that's their family. I mean, just God forbid that something like that happened in my family. <laughs> I don't know how I will take it, you know. And, you know, I really hope that um, that people remember the good, the good times, you know. Because a lot, a lot of people can spin it the other way, you know, to make it into a joke, um, to sidetrack and... Say something else, you know, like you know, you know me. It's I, I come with it, you know. Kobe, not a perfect dude. Um, he had that that rape allegation, um, acquitted, um, and no jail time was served. Um, but it's something that it's always gonna stick with him too, and people are gonna take that, put it out there, and just try to. Hey, don't forget, he was this guy. He was this... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we're not a fucking perfect man. You know, I'm not a perfect dude. I'm, I am i don't have a fucking halo, but... It's just... that He was in a larger realm of spotlight. You know, how, how many other dudes have gone... Jail for rape? And as they should go. You know, and... For whatever reasons, he didn't go to jail. He didn't go to jail. So a lot of people can hate on that. A lot of people can piss on that if they want to. But, you know, that that's them. You know, it's really easy to spew back the venom. You know, and to uh, put him down when it's not even here. You know, a lot of people put his rape allegations and, some, and try to spend something with it. And that's their prerogative, man. You know, we live in a country where I can say what I want to say. They can say what they want to say, but there's uh, there's ramifications in saying that. You know, uh, especially with social media. You know, there's you can really shoot yourself in the foot for something that's digital. It's really funny. It is not. Face to face confrontation, which I love really. Um, like, hey man, you got something to say? Come say it to me. I got no problem. You know, and that's just my outlook on it. And that's Kobe's outlook too. <laughs> Kobe, you know, he didn't care, man. You got a problem? You come tell me. You know, but um, uh, man, I just, you know, going back to <sighs> just the moments, man. I, I, I remember, you know, the seeing the Warrior game, 1999, and being on like, man, it's Kobe Bryant right there. That game was really special because I remember um, Michael Jordan came to Oakland. So I think at that time, one of the Lakers' assistant was a good friend of Michael Jordan. So, I mean, you had Michael Jordan there. You know, I think, and I think, <laughs> and I think that's why Kobe turned it up. He's like, "Oh, Mike's here, I got this," and um, I think they went to overtime, and the Lakers won. The Lakers won, and is you know I've I've had the you know I've said it before I had the privilege and honor to see the Lakers and Kobe play live three times. One time in Oakland, second time in Houston, um, no, second time in L.A. Yeah, and the third time in Houston, um, three different cities. 
but the one that sticks out to me is the one in L.A. because that was the first time uh, me going to Staples Center with my uncle. We went to L.A. and we stayed at a hotel in downtown Los Angeles, really close to the to the Staples. And man, it was a Friday night. And I, I'm telling you, if, if we we got to take advantage of LeBron right now, you know. Um, but to be in Staples Center on a Friday night, it doesn't matter who who plays. It's the best experience you'll ever have. The the, the and they, like they say. The stars come at night, you know, you you can, who knows who, who you'll see, you know, and it was awesome. It was really cool, man, and I always thank my uncle for that because um, it was a good time. You know, we had a good time, and man, it was the last time I've been to L.A. It was 2011, yeah, watching Kobe Bryant in Staples Center. Uh, man, it's almost been 10 years. <laughs> oh, crap. I think I'm due for a trip down there. Hopefully, one of these days, you know. Um, but um, just, just, just going back and be at awe and marvel at, at the Kobe's excellence, just the way he played the game. It's, it's what it, 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 to me, it's it's the blueprint. You want to make it an NBA? You follow Kobe. You see his work ethic, man. Man, I mean, this is a kid who, you know, was. In a team, a legendary team, and got swept by the Jazz, by the Spurs, got beat in the playoffs, shot three air balls in the playoffs, and people started chanting Kobe, Kobe. I mean, he he did not, he was not great. But then he's like, you know what? Nah, no, 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 no. This ain't gonna happen. Not on my watch. I'm gonna make it the best of my ability to be the best of all time, and that was Kobe. That was Kobe. Um, you know, <laughs> a lot of people start, you know, they'll start like bagging on me. Um, see, there you go, man. You're a bandwagon. Call me whatever you want. You know, I, I'm from the Bay Area, you know, so the Warriors, well, you know, they'll be my team. But the Lakers has a connection to my uncle that it, it's, it's a bond. And that's what. That's it's it means a lot to me, and that's why like I I support the Lakers. Um, it's a connection, you know. I I think when you have a connection with your family member, it could be anything. It could be a movie. It could be a vacation. Whatever. It doesn't matter. There's a connection. It's a tree. To. To make you know, it, it makes you go back and look at 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 that time. Man, like I said, I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, we will get. I remember, man. It's just, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I love sports. You know, I don't take it seriously. You know, it doesn't impact my life. This is coming from a 49er fan that we just fucking lost the Super Bowl two weeks ago, <laughs> a week ago. But um, you know, this is about Kobe. It's about the Lakers. About Gigi. About the Seven other lives that lost me, and it's just sad, man. It's just, it's uh, now you know. I think for me, it was you know, I I, I was hurt. I, I I mourned. Then I got angry, and now I'm just I'm just sad, sad and frustrated that um, you know that these lives were perished in just a horrific way, you know. And I think for me personally, people that should not. Have gone to the Lord above. Yeah, a lot of people say, "Well, is there time to go?" Well, I mean, I get it, but I mean, like, come on. They were going to a basketball game. They were going to be at a game. Gigi was uh, to be playing in the game, and unfortunately, they didn't. You know, and I mean, not being all religious here and everything. Um, you know, I believe in a higher power above. But man, why them? We're just going to a game. That was it. That was it. But, um, you know, God works in mysterious ways sometimes, really. And, um, you know, this, this is going to stay with a lot of people forever. Forever. For a long time, you know. 
Just just because I think that Kobe was more of a worldwide pl- uh, player than Mike. I mean, I, th- I think the NBA tried with Mike, but it wasn't as it is now, really. Um, because he was compared to Michael. He was compared to Michael from day one to the la- to the last game of his career. And I remember when um uh, remember when Vince Carter came in the league in 1998. I mean, I think they told Michael if you would have picked uh either either Kobe or Vince Carter, who would you pick? Michael said Kobe, without a doubt. You know, at that time, you know, Vince Carter was Vince Sanity, you know. Slam dunks, you know, human highlight reel. But um he was not he was not Kobe. And I love Vince Carter, you know. One of the, one of the other guys I idolized too. Just the way he played with uh, straight force, velocity and just took no prisoners, but Kobe was the blueprint. He was you wanna be great, you gotta be at Kobe's level. You know, five time world champion. Um, NBA Finals MVP, League MVP, 18-time All-Star. My goodness. <laughs> and I was there, you know, whenever I could, you know. Um, man, I, 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 I remember, man, you know, the, the Lakers getting swept. I remember the, uh, the most recent one was, I want to say when the, the Dallas Mavericks swept them in 2011. Yeah, it was 2011. When they had that, when Dallas had that magical team, and they swept the Lakers with Kobe Bryant, you know. And um, you know him going from his last game to him having the number eight and twenty four retire uh, from him winning an Oscar. <laughs> I'll never forget that 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 Sunday. I was like, who? Wait. What? He's nominated? Yes. Kobe Bryant. Oscar winner. And was so sad as, um, and, uh, you know, the Oscars do their in memoriam. I guarantee you, a shadow of doubt, Kobe Bryant would be the last, the last clip everybody would see of, of Kobe holding that, that Oscar, you know. He is L.A. And this is a kid that grew up in Italy. Speaks about at least four or five languages. Came to Los Angeles uh, as an eighteen-year-old. Played and uh, going back, played high school in Philadelphia. Okay, could have gone anywhere. Could have gone to Villanova. Could have gone to Temple University. Could have gone to North Carolina, etc. This is the kid that lived it, lived and played in Italy. Played high school ball in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and his entire twenty career in Los Angeles, California. Um, you know, being a Bay Area guy and living in, in, in Houston, Texas. L.A. for me was, eh, it was all right. I don't hate it, nor I, I love it. But, you know, seeing the Lakers and Kobe, it made me feel like, you know, I could like it. <laughs> I could like it, if you know. And that was it for me, man. It was Kobe and, and the Lakers, man. Awesome times, man. Awesome games. From the losses to the wins. God, I remember being at a Best Buy in Pinole. I think it was game two of the NBA Finals. And Kobe, I think the, the I think it was at that time the Pistons. They had that awesome team. And they, they beat them in game one. And that was a, a shock. But the Lakers came back in game two. And I think Kobe shot the game-winning shot as always. And just being at <laughs> Best Buys and seeing Kobe uh, shoot a three-pointer at the buzzer against Miami, it's one, personally, one of my favorite moments of all time. As I watched that live. I remember that time I was working on a night shift and uh, I took a shower, put my Kobe jersey on uh, and watched the game like a little kid. We're talking about at least maybe seven, eight years ago. Uh, yeah, about almost. I think that was the year that um, they won their last title, twenty ten. So yeah, well, yeah, ten years, almost up there. There you go, ten years. 
And, um, God, man, I remember that so vividly, you know, so vividly. Uh, remember, <laughs> I remember he tore his Achilles against the Warriors, against the Warriors, and got up, shot them two free throws, and that was it, you know. We came back, remember his big comeback, and, man, weeks later, he breaks his kneecap. <laughs> He's out for the season again. I'm like, God damn. That's just Kobe, man. He didn't care. He 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 put it out there, man, because he he knew his legacy was was cemented. You know, he just was there to do his job, to play ball. Um, but not only basketball, you know, um, him passing the game down to young players in the league who. For them, that was their hero, you know, and him passing the game down to his uh, late daughter, Gigi. Uh, like I said, I mean, she was going to transcend the WNBA. I don't give a damn what anybody says, you know. And again, I don't I don't care, but the WNBA is a joke. It's a joke. They don't take it seriously. I think personally, they don't take it seriously, and the people in this country don't take it seriously. But you need that one person, that one person to change everything. And she was going to be the one. National television, Christmas games. My God. I mean, wait. No, no, no. My, my, my bad. <laughs> I, I don't think they play Christmas games. I'm not, see, I, I, I don't know. I don't know because um, I, I know about the NBA, but I don't, I don't watch it. So it's about... How you promote that league, you know, um, that sucks. You know, it, it's really frustrating. You know, that um, you know, like I said, not, not being all political, but a country that wants equal rights for men and women, people of color. But they, I, you're not gonna see a WNBA on primetime Wednesday. I tell you that on the summertime, because I think. Their season starts in the summer, in June, after the NBA Finals. But, like, uh, hello, there's no school out. So you should promote your games for the young kids to go out and watch your games. But I that league's been around for about 20 years. At least, no more, 25-plus years. So why isn't that league not showing on Friday nights? Saturday, Sundays, because they don't have that transitional player. And Gianna Bryant was going to be that transitional player. And that's what hurts so much. Because I know, a lot of people know it too. She was going to be her dad in that league. Greatest of all time. Highest, number one in points, champion, MVP, finals MVP, all-star. But um, unfortunately, you know, that's that's that hurts a lot, you know. Especially a young kid, you know, full of life, awesome opportunity, and now, you know, also her her teammates. I think there were, I think there were two teammates of her too that 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 uh, ultimately lost their lives on a helicopter crash too. That could have been college players as well. You know, could have been WNBA players, Olympic players. The coaches, you know. Um, I know that uh, Kobe's assistant coach um, was going to, to me, was going to take his place in the Mamba Academy. Because, um, you, you know, Kobe, he, I mean, I mean, even though he had other ventures, he will will always go back to basketball and to go back to his daughter's to his to his daughter's game the way you know he didn't have you know his dad was a basketball player but not intuitive in the game that Kobe had so but I, I that's I know Kobe he likes to live legacy and he was going to leave a legacy to his assistant coach um but um 
man. It's just weird. Really weird because, God, that was such a surreal moment. Never like that. I mean, I've 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 had family members, you know, pass their age, you know, pass away. My grandma, for example, my mom's side, my grandpa, my grandma, my dad's side. You know, it hurt, man. It hurts too, cause you 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 remember those days. You know, um, and. It's just, it's just, it's just sad. It's really sad. But, um, yeah, I mean, all we can do really is just remember he gave it all. He wanted to Passed down his not his love for the game for 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 generations, and I think it, it it's still gonna pass down. I personally think it's really gonna pass down to many generations. You know, um, to me, really, I really feel like um, his youngest daughter Capri. Which her middle name is Kobe. <laughs> it was a mutual decision that him and his wife had. You know, hey, you gotta give her my my name, Kobe. As you know, it's really hard to put that on a, a young child. But I really hope that I will get to see his last and youngest daughter playing in WNBA. Memory of her older sister and her dad. Just how cool that would be. How much joy, how much love she'll bring to people. Who knows? Who knows? Um, you know, like I said, um, one of the folks the also lives you know was from not from Houston but play uh had a career at the University of Houston John uh John Ottobelli you know who had family too you know and have fans it's really sad to get to know these people once they're past you know once they're gone but that's hey i mean That's why I would say in in memorial of of them as well, because it's their families. You know, have friends and fans, and he was, a, you know, coaching. I believe in University of Houston baseball, and you know, um, had loved ones. <coughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. So, yeah, just, just, uh, it's sad, it's been sad a couple of weeks, a couple of days, but, um, <coughs> man. I don't think this ever this is ever gonna go away, really. <coughs> Excuse me. But um man. I just wanna um you know, I just wanna try out <coughs> going back to the podcast. Who's you know, it's like I said it's therapeutic. Talk to yourself, really, pretty much. And hopefully some people hear it. Like I always said, you know, we, me and my brother wanted this podcast for fun. And just see what it leads. <laughs> you just never know sometimes. I've seen a lot of people get podcasts and 
wow. I'm like, man, that's I want to do that. People say, ah, you just want to do it for the money. Hey, it would be nice. Hey, man, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. But it's not all about that. In the end, it's about bringing information to people. It's about bringing people your perspective in a positive way. Yeah, that's what Kobe was doing and still going to do. Bring a positive light to the world. And unfortunately, right now, we live in a world where it's dark, it's scary, it's painful. Feels like there's no light. Um, anytime soon, you know. But knowing Kobe, he will want us to keep on moving, you know, keep on trucking, you know, put one foot in the end. Um, I just know that his legacy is going to live on forever. For for a long time, you know, future Hall of Famer will um will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, and it's another painful reminder that we're gonna get that we won't be able to see him on that um, platform. But um, I think him and his daughter and the seven lives. Are gonna live through us really waking up, saying good morning to our friends and family, saying good night to our friends and family, having dinner, breakfast, lunch with our families, hanging out. <clears throat> That's something that they want. They will want us to do, and not to stop living our lives. You know. Um. Yeah. You know, and to the people who, you know, hear other other people talk shit about Kobe, um, let it go. Let it go. There's a lot of hateful people out there that spew a lot of venom. Uh, unfortunately for me personally, they there are really sad people. They don't have lives. Um, I could care less for them if they get hit by a truck. I, I don't give a shit. You know, but not being uh, mean or evil myself. I I don't care for them. If they don't care for those lives, I don't care for them, really. There's been a lot of people out there that put a lot of stupid shit just to uh, get views, just to get them talking about them. That's that's how they get off, you know. But knowing Kobe, um, he will say, you got a problem, you can't tell me in my fucking face, man. <laughs> I don't give a damn who you are. You got You got some issue? You come tell me, man, face-to-face, and then won't. It's really easy to talk shit about somebody when they're gone. Easy. But when they're there, that's when your true colors show. You tell them. Um, trying to see if I can end this. Yeah, just, just get me back to the groove, like I said. Um, just trying to find this really, really special message that Kobe put out there, and uh, really hits home because just um, the Black Mamba, you know. And hopefully, I can get this. Um, like I said, <laughs> I try to do this uh, really low budget as I can. As I can do it. I mean, who knows? Hello, everyone. Uh, maybe someday. Or, you know, a day will come where I'll have my own little YouTube channel out there and just a camera, two mics, that's a little setup. Just talk. I mean, I have so many people I want to talk to. Just talk about life, um, inspirations, goals, fears. Uh, past memories that's the future you know and that's the future of of to me personally of of tv of um an outlet to uh, to just converse which with 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 one another that's that's something that's been lost for 
many years. And unfortunately, we need to find new ways to bring people together. Um, so hopefully I can put this out there. Hopefully it sounds good. Like I said, it's a little bootleg. But um, this is uh, a little message from Kobe that I know a lot of people already seen and heard, but I really like this and I'll leave this tonight. And hopefully I'll get back on this possibly soon. I love everybody out there in the world. Um, um, keep the faith. Keep keep doing what you're doing, everybody. Don't stop. We're going to have bad days and good days, but just know that you're given an opportunity to live. And... Um, Hopefully I get back on this soon. Love everybody. Peace. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you supporting you and encouraging you.